Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. This was supposed to be a night where we would come on and react to Max Scherzer one way or another in what I was looking at as a season-defining start. It has been stop and go, stop and go for Scherzer. He has obviously been off. And, and by the way, we'll get to the Yankees in a little bit, a, a ho-hum 10-5 win over the pathetic athletics uh, or, or the Pathetics, as a matter of fact, out of Yankee Stadium. Good to see Judge back in there. Yankees showing some signs of life. We told you their series against the Rays, to me, was more encouraging than anything else, even though they lost two out of three. Yankees will be just fine. Maybe we should have trusted Brian Cashman. They'll be just fine. Anyway, they'll be the bigger story once the Rays come to town on Thursday. We expect them to get the sweep tomorrow, but we'll talk about them in a little bit. The story is the Mets. So we were anticipating a Max Scherzer start which to me would have defined where he's going this year, right? Because he's been, well, the suspension, so he was out a little bit. Even before that, he was shaky to start. He comes back from the suspension. He got absolutely rocked. The actual suspension itself, you know, dealing with the sticky stuff off of last year. So there was all this stuff that's been going on with Scherzer that dates back to last year getting tattooed by the Braves in really what was, and the big picture will be tied in here in a second, really what was the only time the Mets faced adversity last year was last September, and in particular in Atlanta, because even though series leading up to it really didn't mean anything. It was if you go win two out of three in Atlanta, you are going to win the NL East. And obviously we know how that turned out, and Max Scherzer failing was a big part of that. Then, of course, the wild card game. Okay, restart number two. Forget Atlanta, forget the division. Here you are in the postseason. It's lined up the way the Mets want it to. Scherzer, the big boy, going game one. And he got tattooed, boot off the map. So now you have that taste in your mouth from last year where, what the hell just happened? The Mets' $43 million guy got lit up in the two biggest games. That just can't happen. And then all offseason, what did we hear? Well, he was hurt. He wasn't 100% healthy. Okay, actually makes me feel better because... There better be some kind of reason for it. Did he just fall off a cliff all of a sudden? All right, you tell me he was hurt? Understood. Fine. It sucks. It is what it is. The Mets went down to Atlanta and San Diego. But if he's hurt, you know what? Now you get him healthy to start the year. And again, this year, Max Scherzer 
is not looking like vintage Max Scherzer at all when he's out there. Then you deal with the suspension stuff, you know, whether it's him getting pushed back, whatever it may be, him getting uh, hit, uh, you know, beat up a little bit, whatever. Then the suspension stuff where, you know, he didn't use an illegal substance, but, but he did mix stuff, which was illegal. And then you could start to say that, you know, he might have been doing something. Well, I mean, he was doing something he should have been doing, but he might have knowingly been doing something he shouldn't have been doing to maybe get an edge because he feels like he lost it a little bit. I don't know that. I'm just, look, we're looking for reasons here. Point is, he was suspended. Then he comes back off the suspension, and we're thinking, all right, all that nonsense behind him. It's Scherzer. It's Verlander. Here we go. Forget about the Mets and what they did before this. Now it's time to really put this team together the way that it was meant to be put together before the year. Scherzer, Verlander, 1-2. Against the crappy Tigers, no less. What happens? The Mets get swept in Detroit. Scherzer gets tattooed. They lose all three of those games. Which fast-forwards us to today, this afternoon. We heard yesterday, but we ignored yesterday the talk about Max Scherzer and still feeling lingering effects of soreness in the scapula, back, shoulder blade, whatever the hell it is, I don't care. Not a doctor, don't care to be one. Obviously, there's some kind of issue that he was feeling, right? He told Mike Puma the post. Okay, great. We ignore that because all the stuff that we're hearing is that, oh, it's not a big deal. I mean, you know, he says he's going to go out there. This It was Max himself said, last start, the most important thing was that he felt healthy. He's trying to deal with this thing. He knows how to get through it. No big deal. And then today happens, where you find out mid-afternoon, Max Scherzer will, in fact, not be starting tonight. Now, it's not a huge deal, but it is a deal. And they can downplay it. And when I say they, I mean Max, I mean the Mets, whoever else wants to downplay Oh, no, 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 no problem. He'll pitch in a couple of days or so. Here's the thing. If it weren't a problem, he would have pitched tonight. Got it? If it weren't a problem, he would have been on the mound tonight. This is not normal. This doesn't happen to everybody. It continues to happen to the Mets, and it continues to happen to Max Scherzer in particular. If there were no issue, if it weren't a big deal, he would have taken the ball in Cincinnati tonight as scheduled. He didn't. So it's a problem. And then what happens? So whether they say, oh, he might pitch Thursday, he might pitch Friday, maybe two-day thing, not a big deal, just stiffness in the neck, it has nothing to do with the arm or the shoulder. Right, 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 I got you. So yesterday was no issue, no story. Today was just a different issue. You know, he slept wrong on his neck, so he can't make the start. You know, it happens. It happens to everybody, right? I mean, when was the last time it happened to Garrett Cole exactly? I'm not sure. A stiff neck, that's a new one. I don't even think DeGrom missed a game with that. A stiff neck. I woke up, my neck is, I can't, I mean, come on. Anyway, so Max, while it's no big deal, again, in the, you know, the, the, the litany of things for him this year that haven't been a big deal. And by the way, I love Max Scherzer more than anybody. So this is not me ripping Max Scherzer. It was the right move to sign him. I stand by that. I love his attitude. I love everything you brought to this team. However, this is now getting to a point where it's unacceptable. Getting beat up by Atlanta, San Diego, and now everything this year. The litany of no big deals this year. By the way, throw Verlander on top of it. Because he wasn't a big deal either, right? Oh, no, 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 no big deal. On opening day, I mean, how many more signs do Mets fans need before you realize this year, this ain't it? 
whether it's Edwin Diaz and the WBC, that worthless baseball classic going down for the year from celebrating a win, no less. Whether it is on opening day as you try to get excited, you're just getting over the idea of Diaz being out for the season in that worthless baseball classic. And what happens? You find out that Justin Verlander is going on the IL on opening day. No big deal. A month. A month goes by before he pitches his first game. No big deal. Anyway, so this is no big deal for Max Scherzer yet again. The only time we've seen Scherzer and Verlander in the same rotation was in Detroit. One time, Scherzer got lit up, and the Mets ended up losing both games anyway. I mean, one time, eighty-six million bucks. Eighty-six. Hmm, why does that number ring a bell? Anyway, eighty-six million bucks between the two. One time, we've seen them two times. We've seen them back to back in the rotation, and they lost both games. No big deal. And then that turns into. David Peterson, a guy who will not be in the major leagues much longer. Although I guess with expansion possible, you know, or maybe even likely, maybe it is possible David Peterson sticks somewhere, but the guy shouldn't be in the big leagues. And he's pitching on the team with the highest payroll in Major League Baseball. Peterson is also a guy who has had my support over the years because I thought he had a toughness that Steven Matz didn't, comparing a lefty to a lefty coming up through the system. I thought he showed a toughness back in 2020 that Matz didn't, for example, and a guy that can compete. He was handed a golden opportunity to start this year. He did nothing with it. He was handed another opportunity tonight. He did nothing with it. As Buck Showalter said after the game, Short on stuff, short on command, that's a rough combo. I'm paraphrasing, but I think that was close to the accurate quote. (laughs) That's a great quote. I mean, that's a great quote. If you were in a bad mood from watching this lousy team, at least that made you laugh. I mean, it made me laugh. That's a tough combo. Short on stuff and command. Oops. But it goes back to Max Scherzer, because this team was not built on David Peterson. This team was not built, I mean, I don't know which team is, to have the bullpen pitch eight innings a game. I mean, every night they're going to the bullpen for five innings, minimum. Minimum. Not to mention their third starter, the guy who's been their best starter, he's great, but you can't pitch him every fifth day. He needs eight days rest. (laughs) Oh, man. How much did they spend on this payroll? Whatever it is, I guess it doesn't go the way, you know, as far as it used to. This monologue, a good one, I must say, at that, will be interrupted briefly to get you updated on all things New York sports and, I guess, out-of-town stuff as well. But we will continue it on the other side, plus your calls as well. I mean, you know, we sign on at 10.51. I probably could do 30 minutes without taking a breath and just tear the Mets apart because that's how bad it has been this year. Scherzer, culprit number one. We'll get to the other culprits from the actual game itself on the other side. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Part two. Here we go. Although the music's putting me in a better mood. I mean, I I don't know. I want that. Fade that music out. I love that song. P. Diddy and the fam. Love it. But I want to get back to ripping the meds here, if I may. Okay, so part two, to be continued. Here we go. We gave you the Scherzer stuff. We mentioned David Peterson. Obviously, the lineup has some issues as well. And on a night where they actually showed some fight, showed some life, they come back after being down 7-1 and make it a 7-6 ball game. But here's part of the problem, okay? Part of the problem, 
is that, and, and this is where it falls to me on the analytical people and the front office. And I have not been critical of Billy Epler. I mean, how could you? He, he put together one of the winningest, one of the winningest seasons in franchise history with a hundred and one win season a year ago. And when people call up and say, "Oh, he did nothing. You should be fired." No, he actually did something that others, many, many, many others before him, never did. Putting together that kind of season. But this is where I have an issue with the construction of this lineup. A, it's not good enough. B, they look at the data and analytics for a guy like Vogelback, for a guy like Canna, and they believe that that works. That type of offense, pass the baton, blah, 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 walk is as good as a hit, bull crap, which it is not. And anybody who's ever said in their life, a walk is as good as a hit doesn't know what they're talking about. You don't want to walk is as good as a hit when the kid can't hit. The only time I've heard that is in Little League. Oh my God, the the 12th hitter's up here. We need really a we need a guy to get on. Let's get it to the top of the order. Hey Johnny! Johnny, you can do it, buddy. A walk is as good as a hit. Hang in there, Johnny boy. Johnny, don't swing the bat if it's not close. Take your pitch, Johnny. Walk is as good as a hit. That's the only time that it works. And it reminds me a little bit of Little League when I watch the Mets because I don't ever recall a player being so afraid to actually swing the bat other than the Little League days as I watch with Daniel Vogelback. See, this is not to pick on Vogelback because he's not the problem, or excuse me, he's not the reason why the Mets lost, but it is part of the problem when you have a guy like that in Vogelback that is up in a spot with guys on, he should be looking to drive the baseball, hit with power, do damage. And instead, he's looking to walk. And what does he do? He walks. Of course he does, because he doesn't want to swing the bat. So he walks, passes the baton. Great, right? Wrong. Because who's behind him is the eight hitter. Now, I like Mark Hanna. But he's off to an awful start. He's accountable after the game, saying that was a terrible at-bat. I mean, of course it was a terrible at-bat. I didn't need to hear him say it, although I appreciate it. We didn't need to hear him say it to realize how awful an at-bat it was. But that's why you don't walk in that spot. A walk is not as good as a hit. Guys are already on. Now it's time to drive them in. When you want to walk as if you're down two or three runs, get on base, get the tying run to the plate. You're down. You have two guys on. You need to drive them in. Drive the ball. A walk doesn't do that. A walk hands it off to the next guy. It shows me that Vogelback didn't want to do the damage there. He passed off the hard job to the 8-9 hitters. And guess what? They didn't get it done. Vogelback did that twice. I'm not saying you got to go nuts and swing at pitches out of the strike zone, but come on now. All this guy does is walk, and all he does is then bring up the guy. Hey, you know what? Get it over with. Make Vogelback bat leadoff. If you're going to walk like that and you're not going to swing the bat, just have him make leadoff. Get Nimmo out of there. Nimmo at least will drive runs in. Nimmo likes to swing. Nimmo's a nice combination of what you want. A guy who's going to have plate discipline but also will swing at the ball and hit it hard somewhere. He's actually, get this, a good hitter. 
a good hitter. Not a guy that we sit there and say, oh, all he does is walk. Woo, he's an on-base machine. All he does is walk. I'll leave out the part of what he actually does when he gets on base. We all know what happens. We don't need to go over that. But Nimmo's an actual hitter. So if you're going to have Vogelback just be in the lineup to get on base and walk, have him in leadoff. I surrender. Mercy. Go ahead. Do it already. Otherwise, he shouldn't be in the lineup. You're in that seventh spot. You need to produce when the guys are on in front of you. Hit. Become a hitter. You can't pass it off to the eight, nine hitters and expect them to do the damage. Mets were down three, a runner on base. Was Lindor, should he be looking walk or should he be looking to hit a home run or do damage? Should we have signed for a walk? Oh, oh what a hell of a walk there by Frankie. Francisco, what a walk, baby. You just worked the heck out of it about there. That's some walk right there. Get the ducks on the pond, baby. More ducks on the pond, the better. Yeah, the problem is you actually have to drive them in. You actually have to drive runners in to win baseball games. It infuriated me watching Vogel back yet again, predictably so, walk endlessly. 0 for 2, but those two walks. He's getting on base. The numbers will show that he got on base twice. What they don't show is that he failed to drive in runs in a big spot. He failed to do damage. He can't do it. He's a limited player. Offensively and everything else, he's limited. What you don't want in that spot is to hand it over to the 8-9 hitter. So again, a pathetic display from the Mets offense. Even though they scored six runs in the ballgame, even though they came back, didn't get the job done yet again. Now, the loss isn't on them, but it's a microcosm, or at least a little part of all that's wrong with this team. Because you aren't playing as poorly as they are without a little bit of everything. They beat themselves now. They run into outs. That is something they did not do at all last year. They are losing series, something they rarely did last year. Losing to bad teams, something they rarely did last year. And never really dealt with adversity until they got punched in the mouth by Atlanta and were on the mat for good. Could never get up. We thought maybe they'd have a chance. The ref was counting to eight, counting to nine. All right, here come the Padres. Nope, they're done. That's right. TKO. This year, now, it's a different story. And it was that way early on. Diaz, Verlander, Scherzer getting swept in Milwaukee right out of the gate, the second series of the year, losing another series shortly thereafter. The the endless series that they lose to you know, Washington and Detroit and Colorado and now, you know, losing a game to Cincinnati. It's blatantly obvious. While this team may still be a postseason team, I mean, I think everybody in baseball gets in a postseason nowadays. It's like the NBA or the NHL. Actually, more so the NBA because, I mean, okay, the play-in game. The Mets will be in the play-in game. Don't worry about it. You have to be, I mean, you have to be really bad, especially if you're a team that spends as much as the Mets or Yankees do. You should, there should not be an excuse ever to miss the postseason. So we expect that they could right the ship, get to the postseason, and maybe things will change. But right now, this is a completely different ball club than what we saw a year ago. And right now, they're going through it. You even saw Buck Showalter finally, finally lose his cool. 
and get ejected. And rightfully so, because it was a bullcrap call. And I look, you, you guys with the replay, you won't replay in, then replay should be able to be used on everything. Not, oh, well, you know what? We got that call wrong, but you can't review it. Well, then what's the point of having replay? Is it either, are we going to use it or not? Which one is it? Pick one and let's go with that. Not, yeah, I think we can replay that. That one, nah, we're not going to replay that. It's got to be reviewable. It was a horrible call. End of story. Good for Buck getting tossed. Finally. And then you heard him in a postgame again being direct, to say the least, holding guys accountable. That's how it should be. And the Mets right now deserve that level of criticism. The team isn't dead. It's not lost season. But, I mean, I don't know how many more signs you need to see before you realize eh, it might not be their year. And even with that, there's still hope. But tonight was supposed to be the beginning of a new. Just like last week in Detroit with Scherzer and Verlander, tonight was another reset. At least in my mind, I was willing to forgive them for getting swept in Detroit. I was willing to overlook the embarrassment of losing two out of three to Colorado. All right, Max back, second start. Now he's in routine. Let's see what he's got tonight with Verlander tomorrow against the crappy Reds. And Max got us off to the wrong foot again where Max Scherzer dealing with neck spasms, can't make the start, it's David Peterson, and the Mets lose yet again. It has been a an extremely frustrating start to the season for a Mets team with the highest of expectations. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.